for Germans, the print book is really important. I, I just realized how important this is when I saw Joanna Penn talking about her Kickstarter on her pilgrimage book. And she said that this was the first time she actually really paid attention to um, the, the look and feel of, 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 of the print book uh, she, she published. And this was super interesting for us to hear because just starting with publishing, we paid a lot of attention to the print books, which is the reason for that is Germans love print books. We love them dearly and we have a great detailed look at them. And this is why we talk about them in this episode, because if you want to become an international bestselling author in Germany, you really got to pay attention to the prints. Absolutely. Hi, we are Andrea and... And Freya. And we are on our way to become international best-selling authors. And we are taking you along for this ride. Welcome to this show. <laughs> Hi. This is, this is our second episode. And as we promised in the first episode, in this first season of this podcast, we are taking you with us into the German market because that's where we're that that's our home and that's where we know stuff and since we are talking to writers and you know people who want to become international best-selling authors we have to talk about the actual product we are you know kind of focusing ourselves on which is the actual book so we are talking about the print version you know the one with the paper that you can flip through with all the letters in it um <laughs> and so um Andrea and I um, have been looking at German books and English books, and um, what we have we have discovered some things, right? Because when it comes to translating books, we had the misconception at first that this only applies to the language, but that's wrong. It also applies to, as Freya said, the book the itself, the book layout, the book layout, exactly. And we made the discovery that English books and German books look, feel. And you smell. Smell. <laughs> Say that again. And smell. And smell very differently. Like yes, they do. For German. <laughs> like your nose, and, and you, your nose you knows really, whether. I'm sorry. <laughs> and you really have to have to know as uh, a non-German uh, that for Germans, the quality is a real deal breaker. Exactly. Germans, we, we love books. So and sometimes and i'm guilty of that totally um we sometimes just buy books because well we buy books just because of the quality of the printing because you know when they feel nice in your hands when they smell really good and um and when the cover is nice exactly the industry knows that and and, and the readers know that and, and and german readers are just used to having a good feeling in their hands uh, a good, uh, you know, and in their noses, feeling, touchy feelings and a nice smell and stuff when they buy a book. <laughs> so, why are, why are you laughing? Because I love this. I don't know. I, I, I just realized that how important the smell of a book is to me. I've never yes, really thought is. about this, but it's super important to me that the book smel smells nice. <laughs> yes, it is. And I, I, I actually have already uh, not read a book because of the smell. Because I didn't like the smell. <laughs> the, the thing is, so the 
if you want to enter the German market and have a very successful book out there, you need to have a really nice print version. And um, so we are here to tell you everything we have learned about the differences between books in the English language and books in German. And uh, there are some key differences that you have to keep in mind. And we are here to share what we figured out. We want to point out the three biggest differences, but then after that, we have a lot more. We just discuss briefly. Uh, but these first three differences, um, we considered the most important and we considered those which you really, really have to keep in mind when you're publishing into the German market, into the German printing book market, print book market. So Freya, what's the first? The first one is is actually the, the book layout. So everything that's inside the book. You you will notice, um, and I have done this, I've just ventured into the bookstore and bought two, two books, uh, this, the same book, one in English, one in German. And once you open the book, you see that there are certain differences in which the, the, the book is layouted. So the entire appearance of the text is already from the first second different. So what Freya means with the book layout is um, in Germany, we... <laughs> We don't only like to uh, look at a book from the outside, uh, but when opening a book, not only the smell is important, but I would describe this as I want to have the feeling of space. And this actually means that the text is not squeezed onto the pages, but that the lines and the words and the paragraphs that they can breathe. We are much more gracious with space, you know, when it comes to the page. So we are... Even though it's, even it's, though this this might, might be changing because paper prices are just exploding. That's <laughs> so true. This might change. But at, at, at this point right now, people are used to certain specifics about the book layout. And this is, for instance, the font size. So the size of, of, of the letters, which is actually... 14 points for me. What is it for you, Freya? Well, I think it's it's really important because um, when when you know choosing a font and the size in which you want to have your words printed, um, the the key thing is not to squeeze as much text as possible on the page, but the the key is to make it as readable as possible. Maybe because you know Germans tend to use long words or something, but I think. Um, <laughs> Like the focus that, that we Germans put on, you know, when when we when you put the text on the page, is that the text is as easily as the the most easily readable, if that makes sense grammatically. <laughs> But you you get my point. So so it should you know it should be easy to read, very very easy to read. You should not struggle. Yeah, you shouldn't struggle and you shouldn't uh, get tired. That. Uh, uh, early after reading so uh, because when you have to, to to read really tiny letters all the time then your eyes just get tired and 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 you stop reading maybe this is because germans read so much and their eyes are i don't know <laughs> so 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 stressed <laughs> by reading or so it's much. just a cultural thing um because a we are just thing? not used to this it's, it's a cultural thing because we are not used to this yes. we are used to to very nicely edited and layouted books where, you know, space is something that is good on a page, that is not a waste of space. Space is good. And, yes. um, and, and this is um, and this is one of the reasons why German books, even though they are not necessarily longer than the English books, but they are much thicker. You know, if you look at the spines of the books, you will notice that German's book, German books tend to have broader spines. That's, yes, this true. is one of the reasons. And um, and another reason and another difference um, when it comes to the text layout is, you know, 
I, I, I mentioned it before shortly, is what font you choose. You know, with with when when you choose a font in German, you wanna have a serif font. You wanna have a f because also this adds to readability. A serif fonts tend to be more easily read. Yeah, serif yeah. fonts are the fonts uh, with these tiny little bits of lines next to uh, the actual letter. <laughs> just to yeah, with, yeah. You with probably know that because you're an author, but you know, just to make that clear. Which exactly. Probably not necessary. Yes. So uh, yeah, maybe because um, there are studies uh, that, uh, that 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 the eye can 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 fix on 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 serif fonts uh, more easily, and uh, yeah, it's just less <laughs> tiring to read a text. I think this like is that. like kind of the main giveaway when the the key difference when that it comes to book layouting German books the the key or the thing to focus on is make it as readable as possible reading should you know just flow and you should not struggle to read at all and everything adds into that point basically and, even though the um, font type that that's actually only a thing for fiction books because in non-fiction we use the sans serif uh, font that's true type. but mostly reading isn't supposed to be fun when you read fiction books I suppose <laughs> No, no. When when you when you read nonfiction books, you you tend to you read those not for fun, I guess. Well, at well, least I this do. is true for me. <laughs> I know, I know people do. It, it depends on the I don't. On, on the topic. <laughs> well, it depends on the topic. True. I do read books about sailing and stuff, and that's fun <laughs> to read them. Okay, so whatever um, floats your boat. <laughs> talking talking readability um, and, and space on the pages, that's not only true for, for the font or for the letters and the words itself, but for the space between them. Um, so there's the space between the lines, there's the space um, on the margins. So uh, we ha we need at least enough margin to put our thumb <laughs> on the uh, on the edge of the of the page. And and and, and above and uh, and beneath the text, uh, we need space. <laughs> I don't know why, actually, but because there's space around the book. Well, you could just put the book onto a white paper and you would have the same <laughs> white space. But we do that. <laughs> that's that's us. That I don't know why, but but the thing is, it looks really nice. So if you open a yes, German it looks book, nice. the text layout it's looks really, really nice. So it's really, you, you open the book and you were just already like, <sighs> that's just, <sighs> it's not just about the story. It's just about um, arriving in the book kind of yeah you know yeah, it's like they are it's magical. not a struggle it's not a struggle to open a book and to read it's it's really like a, like a wellness day i don't know at least <laughs> that's how it feels for me and the story is good and actually this is actually a really nice point because you know talking about what it feels like to open a book this kind of leads us right to the next big difference that we have hey, noticed between English and German Nicely books. put. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> so when it, the, the thing is the paper. No, no, we didn't come up. What what we found was the yeah, paper is very found. different. What we discovered. Yes, that sounds really nice. Oh, we are okay. explorers. What explorers we books. <laughs> so, well, so I, as I mentioned before, I, I went to the bookstore and uh, bought the same book, one in English, one in German. And the first thing I noticed that the book was very, very much thicker 
the German book was, uh, than the English one. And um, I wondered why, because then I looked at the number of pages and the number of pages in the German book was only slightly higher than um, in the English book. And so I wondered why is there such a different in sp difference in spine? I can show you right now, but the spine is double the size. In the, the German spine is double the size that, than the English one. Yeah, and so I wondered why the difference. And then I realized as I opened the book and, you know, went with my thumb through the pages, the paper is different. So German paper distinguishes, uh, the, oh, the, 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 perp, uh, the, the paper that's used in German books is very, it, it feels and, and is, is, a, is of a different kind than you will find in English books. And right. this Andrea. leads to to a certain feel of the book as well. It's not only the weight, but it's um, <laughs> we we um, <laughs> we actually have the uh, the intention to teach you some German words in <laughs> in this podcast. I <laughs> know it goes. Here it goes. And, and one of them is Labrigkeit. <laughs> and are you sure this is even a word? Have you looked it up in the Duden, which is the the basically the Oxford dictionary? And <laughs> Is no, it word? Didn't. Maybe it's just the <laughs> word I came up with, but it, it is a German word because labrich is a word. And when you um, when you have a German adjective, adjective, I, a German how don't word. Don't ask me. A how word. <laughs> <laughs> a word that, uh, that, that describes something, right? So you get the point. Yes. I get. Then, <coughs> then you can turn it, normally you can turn it into a noun by just putting kite after it. <laughs> So that <laughs> now we have a German teaching lesson here. Lesson here. Yeah, um, yeah. And and so labrich, well, labrichkeit. That is when something is not steady, when something is not hard, when it's more more soft, when it's softer, very um, soft, like really really soft. <laughs> is that is, is that what I, I was, what I, I was, what I want to say? <laughs> I have so when you no idea. Or when you can bend a book very e easily. I think that's it. You can... I, I, German I books, think that's the, the thing you want to go for. It. Yes, that is. They, they bend. It's it's the question whether how easy and the book bends. And we're talking paperbacks here. We're not you know, talking hardcovers, by the way. German paperbacks are not that easily to bend. Yes. And the thing why is I think the paper that is that tends to be used in German books and this might also change because the paper prices are going up but the yes. the paper that is I've used in German books that. is a lot thicker and um you know it's it's very tight it's very firm I think you can say and it's heavier and you have you have that and, and 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 what goes with that is um you have that I think it's 90 gram I don't know how many um gram pounds what's I don't know what is the gram. the tiny gram. size gram it is gram Gram. Is that it's true? Gram. Mm -hmm. Ounces. One hundred percent. Should be correct me if I'm wrong, but it's gram. <laughs> yeah, but 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 oh, ounces uh, belongs to pounds, right? Gram? I don't know. Ounces belongs to pounds, and gram belongs to kilogram. Yes, exactly. So uh, the ounces per uh, square. <laughs> Oh my god! I hate that. Why do we have the metric system? Well, doesn't matter. The paper is heavier and it's thicker, and this is why uh, the book, the, the the total of the pages um, that make the book, that's actually. And I think it's not only the the pages itself, but the cover as well, because the cover is thicker in in Germany as well the, for German books. 
when you publish via uh, KDP, um, your when you publish your paperback via KDP, you ha um, you can go with the standard uh, uh, book format, which is I think it's the standard book format in in, in the English market, but it's not for German. <laughs> which is funny because uh, I, I I published my it's, first it book funny, uh, right? via yeah we have KDP we have slightly different book sizes that's true yes and which it might be um, because we use the metric system by the way <laughs> yeah this, this 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 might be the reason but I started with KDP and now I print myself uh, print my books myself via a printing service not myself but. I still use that <coughs> format because my first book had that format and I wanted to have all my books to have the same format. So, yeah, I'm <laughs> it's it's not the, the size may differ, but then again, to me it seems that everybody's just using its own uh its own format for for, for size because I I have so many different books in my shelf that have so many different sizes actually. And even for the the, the standard uh, uh, paperback uh, uh, version or, or format, it's it, it can be 120 millimeters times 190, or it can be 125 times 190 or something. And so it's so different. I think it's not even it, it's not it's nothing you really have to bother about. And and that's actually all these reasons actually are, are, are make a difference. That is really important, and that is pricing, because uh, uh, the the heavier paper and the, the the size and the steadiness and all that stuff, this actually is more more uh, expensive. German books are more expensive than English books, even they though tend to the be. authors they tend to be, even though the authors don't earn more <laughs> from them. The third big difference between German and English speaking books is um, how the cover, the, the book cover is actually done Designed. or how the book presents itself to the reader for the first time. So, um, so what's I put noticed, on the cover? You, not basically the not much. On, in, in German books, not much. You know, I, I've noticed, you know, when I looked at like English speaking covers, you have like, you have the title, you have the author's name, but then you also have testimonials you have lots of art and and they are really pretty but they tend to be a lot and and i think when germans look for books we turn out to be kind of minimalistic but then again the genre is <laughs> on it and i i just read on a uh on the blog <laughs> where she said something uh, something which could be translated to or, or put to well germans are so stupid they have to be told what the genre of the book is because uh, they cannot see it from the picture of the book or the that's not the really that's that's not insulting at all but okay <laughs> okay here's a, but here here's the gist of it so it's what is put on the the cover of a german book is pretty much standardized so you don't really divert from what is put up there so you have the title you have the author's name that's a given what you also have what you usually don't have on english books is, is you have the publisher's logo on the cover um, which is important for self-publishers if you have a logo put it on the cover it looks more professional a, a book without a publisher logo on it doesn't look professional to the german book market and this is important and why this is important um uh, will be discussed in our next podcast About exactly. uh, the self-publishing status quo in Germany, and, and this might so be a hint <laughs> that you have to, <laughs> that, that that German readers like to see a publisher's logo. Um, but yeah, that's for the next episode. Exactly, and um, by the way, 
one one more word to the genre. So sometimes you put the genre on the book cover. If it's not obvious from the book cover that you, for instance, it's a thriller or a novel, for instance. So when it, when it comes to the genre, um, what, what you will often see is, for instance, that you put the word roman, which means novel on the book, and sometimes maybe something more. But this is mainly to, to show Germans that this is a work of fiction and not a work of nonfiction. I think this is the main thing when it comes to the genre. So we are not stupid. <laughs> we just <laughs> like to know whether we work, buy a book, a work of fiction or uh, a nonfiction book. But that's funny, isn't it? It's the first time this It's really uh, gets clear to me. I mean, it we see whether this is a novel or a nonfiction book. Why is it on the cover? I don't know. I've never thought about this, actually, until we started doing mm. research for this podcast. Yes. <laughs> we just take these things <clears throat> for given and then we just... Uh. Okay. Um, as Freya said, uh, we usually normally don't put uh, testimonials on the cover because we are so humble and we uh, I, I think well, for me it's just like it's um, we don't like to brag or uh, we at least yeah. we don't want to brag publicly <laughs> I don't know uh, but there's one thing we really like to brag about and this is <gasps> our book got onto the Spiegel bestseller list which is like the only really important uh, list in, in, in Germany and it's really difficult to get on it and, and, and you it's have like the New York Times bestseller list like if you're on there you want to let people know and yeah, this is the same for, with the I, I think for the status for the status <clears throat> that's true but it, it, I think it's Easy, more more easy to get on a Spiegel bestseller list because um, the New York Times bestseller list, as far as I heard, um, it's somebody decides who gets on it, and for the Spiegel bestseller list, oh. it's really about about sales numbers. And and, <laughs> and then, actually, it's so when you when you have a Spiegel bestseller list, you become uh, you get that really beautiful orange and white uh, sticker. Just really, really. Uh, so beautiful is in quotation marks. You'd get yes. that, right? So yes, yes, I yes, don't know yes, if this yes. is so beautiful. It's just <laughs> ugly. And, and, and it, but 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 because we are so trained to this, it looks beautiful. Yes. I just I just um, I just uh, took off these uh, stickers from other books and put it on my own books just for you know dreaming big and stuff. And it just it looks beautiful, even though I don't like orange. So. And you, you you sent me a picture of it, and my heart skipped the beat. And I yes. was I was really wondering in that moment, is that actually true? And it looked <laughs> so nice. It looked be, even though the sticker is really not that pretty, because I don't know, other unless you were into orange, then go ahead. But if you're not as much <laughs> into orange and this particular orange, which looks kind of dated, and I don't know, but it's it's it's. Uh, Yeah. But for German readers, <laughs> this is a quality sign. When you when your book has been on the uh, uh, Spiegel bestseller list, it's it says it's a good book, and people tend to yeah, buy and, it. Yeah, and you have to scream it out into the world, yes. and you you really have to. And the the cool thing is, um, when you have been on this list once, whenever you put out another book, you can <laughs> add also a sticker which doesn't say Spiegel bestseller, but Spiegel bestseller author, and. Yes. Um, This this is really nice because then the book looks like it's super duper successful, even though it might not be. But um, it's from a successful author, so it gets a lot of legitimacy from that. So here's a special tip: if you have enough money, uh, then you can just buy yourself onto that list. Meaning, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you could just buy like like I think Mark Dawson did that, right? 
Uh, you can yeah. just buy uh, like 3,000 uh, uh, of your books. Yeah, and get into the list and then you have that sticker and you can put it on each and every book you ever write and you've ever written. Okay. <laughs> yes. So these It's are our three big things and we promised uh, some minor things we will not get into as deeply because we promised to record short episodes and this one's already not short anymore. Okay, so I'm just going through the list. So we have a few of those um, already covered. Like we talked about the text layout. And um, the thing on this list is though that German books tend to have a more traditional text layout um, when it comes to, you know, for instance, on which page does, the, does a new chapter begin and how is a chapter opening and how that looks. So we go a more traditional route, which is compliant with the text font that we use, which is also more traditional. Yes, and, and then there's the book Binding and this uh, that's actually for hardcover books because Germans like to buy hardcover books, especially for fantasy and neo adult and 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 uh, and genres like that, uh, because they just love to get in this world and in, in these worlds and into these stories. And then the binding is binding binding is really important because. A lot of these books are, are, are soon bound and not glued together. Like the pages are not glued together, but they are bound with a thread. But that's something yeah. special. You know, if you want to put out a special edition, then it should have a soon bound um, bookcase. And this is, um, we're talking hardcovers. This is not done to paperbacks. This is done to hardcovers. But they look really nice. They look like old books from the start and have this magical touch kind of. And then we also have on the list end papers. Uh, German books often do have decorated de decorated uh, end papers, um, and I think English books tend not to have them. But you know, as as said before, we are all into like the whole book is like a, a work of art basically, and so the end paper is also uh, oftentimes has decorations on them. Yes, and sometimes they're just in a different color, or um, you have an illustration on it. Um Or just some, or they're just white papers just to, you know, have a second uh, protective stuff cover around. I actually don't know why this is, but it's nice. It's paper yeah. wasting, but it's nice. Okay, uh, it's my. <laughs> And then we have dust jackets uh, for the hard covers again, or, or sometimes even for paper bags. Sometimes they are for paper bags, but these are uh, that yeah. that's as for the binding, it's um, more for special editions, I guess. Even though, Freya, for your hardcovers, you have uh, dust jackets, right? Yes, I do. I do, and they are beautiful. Well, and then there's also this thing which is which it seems minor, but you know, just something to consider is the paper color actually. So, German books often have cream colored paper. I always use cream colored paper, and we rarely use white. Um, for whatever reasons, I guess because of this whole feeling that this cream colored paper creates, and um, um, and I think Andrea, you you heard something about that specifically from Joanna Penn, didn't you? Yes, um, I I just heard her talking about it, and she wasn't really aware that that this was a thing, a uh, cream colored paper, I guess, because she's always been printing her books in in, in uh, on white colored paper. And I uh, I do that for my nonfiction books, but not for my fiction books. And I think it's um, it's the contrast between the black and the the white of the paper, and it's uh, uh, for the eyes. It's uh, it's it's 
easier to 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 read and it's again it's about readability and and not tiring your eyes i think it's the contrast is just more extense for the eyes i don't know what the reason is yeah i think the the letters pop out more and i think it's more tiring for the eyes to to look at this constantly yes and it's not so cozy <laughs> <laughs> It's like having a, this this uh, this huge amount of light in a room, or having a um, uh, a fire burning, candle. Oh. a candle burning. Nice. Yes, that's that's nice. <laughs> uh, then we have bookmarks. Uh, German books often have a fret. You call it like that? I don't know. It's really nice. I have no idea what to call them in English. In in English. Um, you have this little thread basically hanging out, especially if you have a soon book, like a hardcover, and they have this thread hanging out, which is blue or red or some fancy color, basically. And so you can put it into your book and it's a bookmark. So you can, you always know which page you were on. And um, it's really nice. So you don't have to have an external bookmark. The book has one on its own. And um, it also you adds up to, to this. You don't have to put a pocket of uh, paper tissue, pocket tissue, paper tissues into <laughs> the book. Do you do that? My mother do, does that too. I find it weird. Yes, I do that. And I, I, I do, I, I put pens into the book and sometimes uh, at the edge of a pillow, whatever's there. <laughs> I never do that, by the way. I always remember what page I'm on. I always do. I've, ever since no, I'm a kid, I, I, I don't forget. use bookmarks. I, I read so many books, I always forget. Uh, at the same time, I mean, I read so many books at the same time, and I always forget. So the paper finish, um, yeah. Um, so when when you when you take a German book in your hands and 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 an English one right next to it, you will notice that many English books have this very glossy finish a lot of times. You know, it's 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 kind of shimmering in the light, which is pretty. I don't know. We Germans don't do that. We have matte finish. Oh, they're matte finish. I don't know how to call them. So it's not glossy. <laughs> it's not, <laughs> you know, shimmering in the light. They are, um, but but it adds a very very nice feel to the to the hands basically. So if you if you stroke a um, um, a, a German book, it's it's supposed to feel nice. I guess I think this is what it plays into. So um, this is something to consider. Don't go with the glossy thing. Go with the matte thing if you are deciding. If you really want to do glossy, we do that too, but it's not as common, I think. Um, one thing about that, uh, when you have that matte finish, uh, you actually, uh, often you have a partly glossy finish, like uh, the, the, the title or, or parts of the cover are just highlighted with a, uh, with a glossy uh, finish. I don't know the word for luck. Layer. There's something. There's layer. another there's an layer. additional layer on the on the uh, book cover that gives on it parts of the book that cover. gives certain letters this glossy touch, but not the whole book itself. And sometimes there uh, you can and, and uh, you can feel that finish as well. So you don't only see it, but you can feel it as well. And that's yeah. I just. I just noticed, actually, I think this is kind of the thing with German books, you know, they are su they're supposed to apply to like all senses, you know, like to the yes. smell, to the eyes, to the to the feel. I haven't tasted one, though. <laughs> Taste? Uh, probably. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah. Shouldn't try. <laughs> Maybe this okay. is like this is the this is a new market. Books that can be eaten. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, for, for, for cookbooks, this might be interesting. So you can 
<laughs> you can try. You can try what you're about to cook. Okay. Um, <laughs> this is. Uh, uh, and then um, a really important thing, uh, which uh, because um, German legal stuff is really huge. Freya can tell you more about that. Yeah. Um, but for books, uh, it, it it means that the copyright page. And here's another word you'll learn today in German. It is impressum. It may Ugh. be translated with imprint for, I think, uh, magazines or stuff. They say imprint, uh, newspapers. Uh, we say I that in German for books as well. Uh, but I think in English it's the copyright page. And mm. uh, on, on the German impressum, you don't only have like the copyright, but you have a lot of information on it. Um, this is not a legal advice, but at least there should be an address. Uh, where you can, uh, where you can, where, where po uh, mail can be sent to, and you need uh, stuff like the edition and the copyright and and some disclaimers and uh, where was the book printed and who's um, uh, the, uh, the the publisher and stuff like that. So that basically, intense. who's responsible for that piece of work that you are holding in your hands? This everything is listed on there. Everyone. Yes. Because if, if you're, uh, uh, <coughs> imagine you're just um, insulting somebody in that book, <laughs> <laughs> that person wants to know where to come like, and... <laughs> like like you know, Germans. Give you like a jab. If you, if you insult Germans, <laughs> if, you, if you say something like Germans are not smart enough to know what draw of the book is they are buying, we want to know who to write an angry letter to. <laughs> we want to know who to sue for actually <laughs> that's more I German I don't know if this is uh, yeah. well that, that's mm, probably maybe it's more American to sue people for that but <laughs> are, you know we, we, we tend to sue okay Freya the next point um, the next thing is um, something that's actually kind of necessary to have it's it's not legally necessarily necessary but I think um, if, if you want to have like a book that is taken seriously you have to have a barcode on the back of the book Um where the book can be scanned and this barcode has to um, comply with your ISBN number. So your book needs to be, in order to be properly pu published, it needs a ISBN number and both this and a barcode that is compliant with that needs to be um, applied on the back of the book. And um, um, yeah, this is kind of necessary, I think, you know, for instance, you know, if you if you want to have a book in, in, in bookstores and they can scan this, they need to know which one. So um, get a barcode for yourselves. And this is actually really easily done. And um, it's very, very it's it's kind of expected in on German books that you have a barcode we, on the back. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, uh, and we'll discuss this in a uh, later episode about distribution. Yes, and we also then have to talk about, um, because with the barcode, also a lot of times also comes the book price. And in that, you know, whole thing, you will learn a nice, really long German word, which sounds very weird, Buchpreisbindung. And um, you can look that up already. This is an entire topic. <laughs> but we'll talk about that <laughs> later. If you want to. So, I don't um, there's it. a reason why we, there's a reason why we uh, put the price on the back of the cover quite often. Um, and I think um, that's not true for English books because yep. the retailer <coughs> actually puts the price on it. That uh, and but but we'll talk about that in another episode because we're at I think a more than thirty minutes already. 
Yes. Have we promised yes. something like 10 to 20? I remember. Yep. Yep. But okay, but this is like, this is a huge point. I, I We cannot yes. stretch this enough. The, the, the way a print book looks and feels and smells and maybe tastes even <laughs> is important. <laughs> and it's something, if you want to be successful in the German market, something that you should put some effort in. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so, as promised for the next, or as already uh, said, the next episode will be about uh, the status quo of the self-publishing, uh, of self-publishing in the German market. Please let us know if you have any thoughts on this, and please let us know what thoughts you have on that episode about uh, we just uh, recorded <laughs> about. Um, The print book. Where do you live? Is uh, in in your country? Uh, do you pay that much attention to the print editions of the books? Yeah, and also, um, if you have any questions, you know, or or disagree on some things, you know, just let us know because um, we are also still learning. We are kind of you know stepping into the international world right here, and so um, if you have any info to share, please do. We are curious. Yes, and, and remember, we want to uh, connect and network with you. So just tell us who you are and uh, say hi. And we'll say hi back, promise. We will love to. So. So have a beautiful day. Always remember. Take care. You're an author if you want to be. Yeah, and an international author as well. Because you are yes. listening to us. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. <laughs> so bye. Bye bye. Take care. See you soon. <laughs>